0: Welcome to Winds Women of Wisdom, everyone. Today is going to be a little bit of an interesting show, not only because of our guest, but our, um, our method of doing this is actually interesting because for those of you who don't know, I'm actually transferring systems um, in the process of transferring systems and so I'm going to try this via Skype my guest is being very patient with me and she's actually her day job is actress by trade if I don't say so myself and she's been laughing at me before we went online about how I do it, how I do it, and I don't know how I do it. Now she's putting her answer on me. I don't know how I do it either. But um, today we have Ruth Orr with us and we're going to talk about her, not only her acting, but her her love for food and travel and all that good stuff. And so all let Ruth take it away
1: thank you Wynn. I'm so excited to be here. honored actually honored to be here thank you for inviting me and um, yeah I don't know how you do it girl I have no idea how you do it so I'm I'm very impressed and thanks for the inspiration because I needed it today
0: and my first question is what made you go into acting
1: oh my goodness um how can I trace this back? Okay. So when I was graduating from the eighth grade, we had a roller skating party and my homeroom teacher had, was sort of predicting what people were going to be when they grew up. And then I rolled up and I was like, hey, what am I going to be? And he said, you're going to be an actress. And I was like, yeah, right. Like, who does that? You're just saying that. And he's like, no, you are. So he just planted something in my head. And then in high school, in ninth grade, There was a social studies project and we were learning about serfs and I don't know. And I acted out being a serf and just slaving away. And um, as part of the social studies, you know, that was sort of a report. And then the teacher had said, you were very talented as an actress. And I was like, what? What is she talking about? Oh, boy. Exactly. So then I saw a friend in a a school play. He played the devil in Damn Yankees. And um, when he stepped out on the stage and there was music playing and there was a a big red spotlight on him, I was like, I can do that. I just knew I could do it. I don't know how, I just felt like I knew. And then I just started cutting class to go to the drama classes and the uh. teacher would let us go in and do some improvs and I would get applause and it just felt like, she was like, oh, you're so good. You're so good. And then I got leads in place. So it was an evolution. And then, um, so that was felt like, oh my God, I'm good at this. I, I, this is what I want to do. And then doors just kept opening. Then I was accepted into NYU. And then I got, it, it was just like, things were like, yes, yes. The universe said yes. And so I kept going. So
0: with it. what? do you find is the hardest part of you being an actress
1: the hardest part about me being an actress so for myself the hardest part has been dealing with my insecurities so most 90 percent of the times you you don't get the job and the hardest part for me has been taking it personally so it's made me doubt myself because I've internalized it saying ah they're telling me I'm not talented. Oh, I'm not pretty enough. Oh, I'm not this enough or that enough. And that's been a struggle. Like sticking with it despite my self-doubt has been really, really hard. And, and yeah, taking it personally.
0: So for all my listeners out there, what would those of us who are not actors, but those of us who have the self-doubt, what would you say to all of us who have the self doubt of, I can't do this, I can't do this, I can't do this?
1: Um, I still struggle with wondering if I can do this, and by what I mean by I can do this, like before I thought I wasn't talented enough, and now I know that's not necessarily true. Um, I think when i really want to do something the self doubt can be there but i'm not willing to let it go so the only thing i've got going for me right now is that i'm i'm sticking with it until i know it's time to give up so with my struggles i just baby step it whatever i can do you know um what i have found is is ways to give me confidence so like getting hired for a job, you know, I'm not tall enough, I'm not this enough, whatever the reason is that I didn't get it. Then I created my own work so that I could perform when I wanted to play the characters that I wanted to, you know, I do one woman shows. So that's one whole hour telling stories, um, that feel like I'm actually contributing to the world. And then the feedback I'd get there from people would be like, Oh my God, you're amazing. You're amazing. So it was like, Oh, I must not be that bad. They wouldn't be saying that just because, So that gave a balance to my self-doubt. So I guess the advice would be if you're not willing to give up, right? Because it was so uncomfortable where I should have just like stopped because, but I just couldn't because you know that saying like you're, you're only, you've only failed if you give up. So doing whatever baby step I could, whatever was within my control, which is creating my own work and letting go of what I couldn't control and just being willing to show up and, um, yeah, not giving up, I guess, as pat as, as that sounds, like, kind of trite, but that's just it.
0: Exactly. And how do you feel about the women in the acting field?
1: What do you mean, how do I feel about women in the acting field?
0: Do you feel like they get the fuzzy end of, pop? Well, I'm trying to put this nicely, but... Do they get the balls of, yeah. she's no! Of, no. no. of course not. No. And no. No. Uh, yeah, I tried. I no. tried to <laughs> lay that on. on gently loose and she's
1: shaking the head and me Don't even bother. There's nuts? no reason to it. The truth is the truth. No. I mean, I guess slowly, I guess. Um. But we're just like. I candy or the trophy wife or the grandmother at like age forty. You know, they just yeah, it's it's exactly. ridiculous.
0: If exactly. We show up. exactly. I have a couple dear friends in um uh, who live in New York who one is on the film side and one is on the acting side. And what I've heard is when are you you don't wanna be in my shoes right now because uh, women don't get what men get in the acting film. I mean, you take what you get. And what would uh, be your best advice for someone who is starting out, who may have the acting background in college, but wants to get the top role to begin with?
1: Well, if I had cracked that code myself, I'd be able to tell them the secret formula. But the only way that I've been able to stay in this business is because I've created my own work. Like generally when I was doing my own shows, I just felt, you know, the confidence. I mean, you've written a book, so you know the work that goes into it. And having created my own plays, it took a lot. And that gave me confidence, just knowing that in myself that I accomplished something. And then I would go into auditions with more confidence as well. And that shows through because that's basically what they want. I mean, because casting directors and directors, everyone's afraid. They want to make their film or whatever successful. So they want you to be confident to make that happen. And Uh so creating your own work. And today with YouTube and our iPhones, that's totally possible. So basically just creating your own work that means something to you. And that will increase your visibility for people to notice you. And build a community of people that you create things with because as they grow and their networks expand, yours grows exponentially as well. And most people become successful in clans and groups. So yeah.
0: so basically what you're saying is just get out there and do it. And then the confidence will build up. And then eventually you get the uh, top lead.
1: Well, you'll get opportunities and hopefully access to them. And then, you know, relationships are a big thing. Make friends and genuine friends because networking can be such a dirty word. And um, so something about just take a genuine interest in people um, for who they are and stay in touch with them and build those relationships um, because then you won't even have to audition. It'll be like, hey, Judy, I'm doing this movie. You want to do it with me? You know?
0: Yes. And it's so funny because... Nine times out of ten, now people say, "Yes, I would love to be on your podcast," and but on the occasion I do get the occasional no, no. But on the occasion I do get the occasional no, I'm too busy to be right. on your podcast, or I get to flat out no because I haven't gotten to know like and trust me and know my story yet so it's all about to know like and trust that yeah, always when um it comes to acting but that being said what has been your favorite part of acting
1: my favorite part of acting i guess the reason i haven't given up because i've asked myself like what the hell are you still doing this for girl is that i'm proud of myself for having a dream and having gone for it. So my favorite part of acting aside from that 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 I'm um, it 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 still represents for me that I'm a person who hasn't given up on my dream, that I've had the courage to go for it. And what I I guess it's exciting because just like even though 90% of the time you get a no, there's that 10% where you never know what's going to happen and the interesting people that I meet um yeah, I think yeah, it keeps my life filled with um possibility, because you never know what could happen from one day to the next.
0: Yep, I'm stealing a tagline here, um, (laughs) one of my non-profits that I work with is making possibilities for disabilities, and so I believe there is possibility, once you start something, you can't let it go. And earlier today someone was laughing at me because they said, when are you in this podcasting thing for the long haul? And I said, yes. And they said, that's what I like to hear. Because most podcasters, like most actors and actresses, give up. Because it's too difficult, either financially or physically.
1: It is, and um, I think it's like with everything else. If you you have to be doing it for the right reasons, and I've done it for the wrong reasons as well. Um, I don't know. There's the Orville brothers, or the Wright brothers, the Wright brothers, and then I don't remember the name of the French guy that was trying to create an airplane as well. And as soon as the Wright brothers did it, he gave up. And, um, it was because he did it for the fame to be the first one. He didn't do it because he cared about changing the world. Right. So I think if you're doing it because you acting, let's just say, if it's, if you're doing it to become rich and famous, there are a lot of easier ways to become rich and there are a lot of easier ways to become famous too, if that's all you really want. So you have to really care about it. And, um, yeah. Otherwise, I, I would have given up a long time ago if I didn't really feel like it was a calling or that I did get something out of the creative process. And I do get more out of being a creator than I do out of being an interpretive artist as an actor. So, you know, I, I, I do commercials because it helps pay the bills. Um, but it can be challenging sometimes to go up for roles where I just have, yes, doctor, you know, like that's the big audition, you know, that makes me doubt like, why am I doing this? What's the meaning behind this? Um, but, oh, for the bigger picture, it's, um, it's about being a woman who has the courage to follow her dreams and to help communicate inspiring stories to others.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that being said, what? is your favorite book and it doesn't have to be relating to acting per se it can just be any book in general
1: um i hate to say this but the war of art because everyone talks about that book but that is a favorite book okay so i'll I'll confess i am a self-help junkie or a former self-help junkie i have a web series called the self-help crack house and um so i've read a lot of self-help books so The War of Art was really amazing to me because knowing how prolific Stephen Pressfield is, I didn't expect him to really understand the crazy, crazy thoughts and feelings that come up every time I try to create something. And that book just, oh my God, it just spoke to my soul and just felt like, wow, he's this amazing writer and he feels that way. It, it felt very generous of him to write that book and it brings me a lot of comfort when I read it.
0: And other than acting, what um, do you like to do in your free time?
1: Okay. So if I were not an actress, I would definitely be a world traveler. Oh, my God. There's nothing I love more. Yeah. Now, being an actress, I can't always travel as much as I like to. But when I do travel, because I'm an actress, I can go away for, like, five or six weeks. So that's really cool. Um, So I love disco dancing. That's a favorite. Because uh, I love to dance. And I don't know if disco music is so happy. It just makes me happy to dance. And um, yeah, I watch things like uh, The Prophets and Shark Tank. <laughs> uh, <laughs> those are fake uh, guilty pleasures as uh, well. Oh, those
0: are guilty pleasures. And I understand she's told me before we went live that she's done one woman shows. Mm-hmm. So... What has been your favorite story you have done as a single woman? And I'm
1: not putting it lightly. What do you mean, what, the favorite story, my favorite uh, play, the, the favorite, favorite show I wrote?
0: Play that you've written.
1: Oh, my favorite, favorite, favorite is Dancing with My Demons. I guess they're all like my babies. So my favorite is my first because I spent a long time being afraid. Oh my God, who's going to care about my story? This is stupid. I can't do it. (laughs) And so my first will always be sort of my, have a special place in my heart. And that was Losing My Religion which is about me growing up uh, Seventh-day Adventist and my journey. It was a comedy about my journey with God and religion. Uh, But my second show, Dancing with My Demons is a comedy about fear with a disco theme. And that one's just... I don't know. I know it resonates a lot with the audience. It's the most fun show, and it has all different facets of fears that I've had. And it's a show that inspires me, you know, doing it, because it's about not letting your fears stop you from living your dreams.
0: Well, it's a show that inspires me, too, because, as you just said, not... Stopping you from living your dream. I mean, for those of you who are now recently just tuning into this podcast and tuning into my story, I've actually written six, two of them closet, and this is looking at me like amazing, amazing.
1: No, so, you're not You're um, amazing. The,
0: well, the and they all share my story, and I got into co-hosting books. I don't do it so much anymore because I am actually going back to college to finish up an uh, education degree. Oh, great. To finish up an education degree. And what ends up happening is I'm too busy. Right now I'm in a five-week-off period. Oh, and nice. so what ends up happening is I'm too busy to co author books, but what I am doing is still writing my own work, which is getting pretty interesting because of my fan base and people that know my story. And so would you ever consider um, writing a book on acting?
1: No, not on acting. I would love to write a book on an idea that I have called "Courting Ruth," which is about learning how to love myself by treating myself the way I'd want a man to court me. Um, so, it's so, or you know, like falling in love with myself. Um, so, kind of like date, you know, courtship with Ruth. Um, so, that I think that would be a good book. And I'd also, what I would, I guess this is sort of acting, would be how to write and perform your own one-person show. That yeah, I would.
0: What, that's what yeah. I'm- I was getting
1: at. Yes, that I would. That's
0: what right. I was getting at. <laughs> oh, sorry, I missed but, the cue. Well, you missed the cue when she's laughing and she's. So that's what. So you would be willing to teach people how. <laughs> excuse coughing a duck. but no um, How to do a one woman show, because I think that's amazing when I see act uh actor performances, um, there's certainly not one there's certainly not one person and so it must be a heck of a lot of work on your end to do one woman show.
1: It is. It is a big, huge commitment to do and especially the writing process, which you know about, like exposing yourself and telling the truth and just doing the, going through the emotional process of that. And then imagining, Oh my God, am I going to share this with people? They're going to laugh at me or what all the feelings that come up. So that's the first hurdle. And then there's the actual producing of it, making it happen. Um, but it's also very, again, it's, it's motivating, it's inspiring, and I end up booking more, again, more work, acting work, because I go into auditions because I'm like, I'm too busy, I have other things to think about, and then I book more um, because of that. So it's a win-win, and I just find it very therapeutic as well. And then audience members thank me for writing it, you know, or, or the, for my stories. They feel like, oh, my God, that's me, too. And so it's communal. It's great. It's it's a, it's a gift. I'm grateful um, to have had the opportunity to do that.
0: I'm very grateful to you to come on this podcast an hour late. But that's... What <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, yes, an uh, hour late. Hour late Fuck my sitting, time. She's <laughs> That um, she is in L.A., which is very <laughs> difficult in the acting. Well, because everyone's out there. Right. So uh, it's an hour late, but we got it done. <laughs> Dealing with
1: technology. Actors are self-centered. You know, I'm like, yeah, it's 4 o'clock. My <laughs> time. you can consider it might be 4 o'clock somewhere <laughs> else in the world. So <laughs> Technology and
0: um, technology and... <laughs> the zones, like a heck of a good show, I almost said a line that I should have said because this wouldn't be clean now. Oh, okay. But we did meet on lab and I'm going to let Luce say what um, the subject
1: line Okay, get me in trouble. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, I didn't know what it was. So I'm just going to repeat what you said in the conversation, which was how the blab topic was how the hell did you get 5,000 subscribers on LinkedIn?
0: Yes, yes. Which yes. I, her guest was an uh, expert on LinkedIn, and mm-hmm. I am sure she's going to share it with. So, Ruth is going to share it with her network, and so hopefully someone would, who's an expert on LinkedIn would come knocking on my door, because <laughs> we all need to know LinkedIn, that's another whole podcast in itself, right. and we all need to know LinkedIn, because yes. every single person is on um, I've through social media now, and it's um it's it must be very hard as an actress to not be on social media
1: oh it's impossible now it's for the past couple of years it 's been like if the role is between you and me when if you have more social media followers, you're going to get the role' no end, way. Of the- st- end of story. That's, why do you think they do that? Because they need... I mean, I finally came to realize that acting or showbiz is not about talent. It's really has maybe, I don't know what percentage, maybe 30%, 40% to do with talent. Um, it's about what sells. It's about what's marketable. And so <coughs> to need people to watch these TV shows and movies... So they think if you have more followers, you, there's more of a chance that your followers, your 10,000 followers is better than my 2,000 followers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: exactly. And so they have
1: a, there's an advantage. There's you are advantage. of more value. Yeah, you're just there's of a, more value marketing-wise. advantage.
0: I have been asked several times that I haven't got the courage to do it, to do a movie on I Win Well maybe after my children's book, which is a whole different topic in itself. Writing a children's book is a whole different topic than writing a memoir and writing Mm -hmm. a YA novel. Mm -hmm. All my work could be found on Amazon, you guys. Just look on my name. And so that being said, have you ever decided to do a play specifically for kids one woman show
1: no i have not no i did children's theater early on in my career and that felt kind of wacky and silly um but no not not a show specifically for children no because i i basically speak And I would love to because a children's book, oh my God, they're like parables. They're beautiful. One of my favorite, okay, my favorite book, Olivia, the children's book, Olivia. Do you know it? She's like the pig. Oh my God, she's like such a dreamer. Olivia, hold on one second. Since I can see you, I can show it to you. Uh huh. Well, yeah, the pig. The pig. The pig. Olivia. Olivia the Pig, oh my God. This is an amazing, amazing book. I had gone to FAO Schwartz in New York to buy a gift for a a friend and I didn't know what to get, you know, what to choose. And I saw this book and I was just laughing my brains out. So she's just a dreamer. I think it's because she's a dreamer and this is Olivia. She is good at lots of things. And then she's just bouncing around and imagining all of these things, seeing herself like being an opera singer and a prima ballerina. And she's a monster. She's all these amazing things. So I think that's why I love it. So this to me is not easy, like to be so concise and each page that you turn tells a whole story. And at the end it has, I mean, it's, it's not easy to write books. It's book, not, think.
0: it's not you guys. And it, It's definitely not easy to do one-woman show, uh, space for kids, or any way you cut it. So, where can people find you, and where can people find find out more about you, and where can people find your work?
1: Well, right now, where they can find me is at Cooking Up Adventures, which is my travel blog. Um, where I go around the world and learn how to cook in people's homes. Um, I recently went to Russia to shoot some episodes to find families to cook with me. So I'm putting a lot of my energies. That's basically my new one-woman show, which is my journey to actually put it all together, my, acting, my love of acting and travel and food all in one place. So Cooking Up Adventures. Um, I also have RuthieOtero.com, but I haven't been active there for a while. But uh, you can see videos of my work on YouTube. And if you want to learn how to do a one-person show, myonepersonshow.com myonepersonshow.com
0: And that is going to be a fabulous website because I'm not doing it myself. (laughs) No big ideas. But I have... uh, I have been asked to do a movie, as I said, with someone else based on my books. So I don't know. Maybe a one-person show is in a future. I don't know.
1: But don't you don't you speak? Don't you give presentations? I
0: I do, but I am so into um, kids that I think it would be hard to do. Uh, one-person show for kids as you said earlier i mean it's daunting to do a one-person show for um, adults let alone kids
1: no i think it's easier for adults than for kids Uh, a one-person show for adults is easy for kids you have to like put all these big life huge lessons in a way that's Totally understandable to like a four-year-old, and entertaining. You know what I mean. You don't want to just you can't give them big concepts, so you have to be able to whittle it down and be. It's challenging.
0: Yeah, it's sort of like
1: that saying, like, "Oh, I would have written you uh, a shorter letter, but I didn't have time." Uh, So because I didn't have to edit, and you know what I mean, be concise exactly. Well, I appreciate everyone
0: tuning in, and everyone who's new to, um, wins the women of wisdom. Thank you, first of all, and thank you to my bandmates, including Bruce, for putting up with this system, uh, um, of Skype. She's telling me to hold (laughs) my mic closer to me so I don't sound muffled to you guys, which is a very good tip. And so, um... (laughs) This system is not is not going to stop Winds Women of Wisdom which actually is a one um woman show. show. Yeah, exactly of a podcast. So hopefully I can make it work and hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode and I hope that you will enjoy another fabulous episode I believe we're doing it two days a week now instead of the three because of the time invested in this. So hopefully you guys tune in and give me feedback and subscribe to iTunes and share it wherever you can. Thanks you guys.